0: Hello, sweethearts. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Love Letters 2, your daily delight of a history podcast dedicated to the wonderful and unexpected. It's a love letter to the people, places, and events of our past which should be celebrated. In today's episode, continuing through our month of dynamic duos, it is a love letter to one of the most famous sibling teams of all time, as well as the enduring love of a family that always sticks together. I'm Alicia Mintz, and I invite you to join me today for this love letter to Donnie and Marie, coming to you right after a brief word from our sponsors. Dear Donnie and Marie Osmond, you have entertained us for years with your music and banter. Nothing is more wholesome and American pie than the two of you and your incredibly large family. Your parents, George and Olive, had nine children, eight sons and one daughter. Even though they were conservative and devoted Mormons, your parents had some very progressive ideas about parenting. Your oldest two brothers, Verl and Tom, were both born severely hearing-impaired. In the mid-1940s, the advice George and Olive received was to institutionalize their sons, but they refused. Instead, your mother educated them herself, teaching them to read, write, and speak. Although singing wasn't in the cards for Tom and Verl, they weren't left out of the Osmond flair. Olive taught them to tap dance. The next four brothers to be born were Alan Wayne, Marilyn Jay. And although most of the world know you two best, these four brothers were singing and performing before the two of you were even born. You and all of your siblings remember a happy, loving household filled with laughter and fun. But your parents ran a very tight ship in Ogden, Utah. The combination of the teachings of the Church of Latter-day Saints, along with your father's previous career as an army sergeant, made for a strict and disciplined upbringing. Marie, you must have been a welcome surprise when you were born in 1959, the first girl after seven boys. One final boy would be born after you to complete the large and musical Osmond family. In the early 1960s, your parents were ready to show off their children's talents outside of Utah. The Osmond family was off to Disneyland. That was such a success that you then appeared on the popular Andy Williams show, You and your siblings really impressed the veteran talk show host because he signed you on for a five-year contract to make regular appearances on the musical variety show. With this success, the family moved to Los Angeles in 1963. You, Marie, were now getting old enough to really share in the family business. You both used to make backyard stages to perform and imitate your brothers. I would have paid for a ticket to those shows. The world was not ready for the toothy, adorable grins of the both of you when you, aged four and six, finally joined your older siblings on The Andy Williams Show. The country immediately fell in love with you. When The Andy Williams Show ended in 1976, your family found other places to continue to perform. There were also other television shows you appeared on, and you toured the country as well. You were even quite a hit in Las Vegas, even back then. By 1973, your fame was bolstered by Donnie's hit Puppy Love and Marie's hit Paper Roses. Although you remain close as a family, the Donnie and Marie phenomenon was now a separate thing from the other musical Osmonds. But the whole family worked together on your next venture, the Donnie and Marie show. Your older brothers worked behind the scenes and oversaw your musical acts. Your younger brother, Jimmy, appeared on the show doing skits. We even sometimes saw your parents. Many people don't know that when you first signed on to headline your own show in 1976, at the ages of 18 and 16, you became the youngest television show hosts to date. You probably had no idea of the level of fame you were about to achieve. And with that fame came a lot of merchandise bearing your images. Donnie, girls swooned over you. Marie, your beauty captivated everyone. Many kids, like me in the mid-1970s, took Donnie and Marie lunch pails and thermoses to school. We played with Donnie and Marie dolls. We sported Donnie and Marie shirts, read Donnie and Marie books, and hung Donnie and Marie posters on our walls. There was even a board game fashioned after your show and a play stage set for dolls to perform. Your success was a whirlwind, and your faces graced covers of countless magazines, TV guides, and, of course, album covers. You guest starred in so many of the popular shows of the time, including The Love Boat and Sesame Street. You were everywhere. By 1979, you were understandably tired of the grueling routine, and the pressures of the industry were catching up with you as well. Wisely, you knew when to take a break. Maybe this is why you've managed to have such a long career instead of burning out at a young age. Luckily, the end of the Donnie and Marie show was far from the last time we all got to enjoy your talents and personalities. You stayed mostly out of the spotlight throughout a lot of the 1980s as you both were focusing on your personal life and young families. In the 1990s, you were back. Donnie, You blew the world away in your performances as Joseph in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. You were amazing. And the creator of that musical chose you to star in the film version in 1999. Really impressive. You returned to Broadway in 2006 to play the villain Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. Everyone, including the critics, agreed you were delightful. Meanwhile, Marie, you were impressing all of us in a series of television movies and shows. One of our favorite performances was you playing your beloved mother in the made-for-TV movie Side by Side, The True Story of the Osmond Family. You also stunned audiences on The Great White Way in The King and I and The Sound of Music. Just like Donnie, the sold-out crowds, as well as the critics, agreed you were fantastic. You also continue to do things together as a duo during these years. We can't forget the Donnie and Marie talk show produced by Dick Clark from 1998 to 2000. Even more recently, we enjoyed you, Marie, on your show on the Hallmark Channel. We also liked watching on CBS's The Talk. There's so much that you have both done professionally, personally, and for charities. I couldn't possibly mention it all but I hope you understand that your goodness and contributions are all appreciated. I can't end this love letter, though, without mentioning your 11-year headlining run at the Flamingo Hotel in Las Vegas. Night after night for 11 years, you sold out the 750-seat showroom. A whopping 1,730 performances in all from 2008 to 2019. And all the while, you were still doing other things like competing on Dancing with the Stars and the Masked Singer and hosting talk shows, appearing on commercials, parenting, and doing charity work. That run in Las Vegas was quite remarkable. It holds the record for the most performances for a singing act in Las Vegas history. You, of course, won numerous awards, including Best Show, Best All-Around Performer, and Best Singer, That final show, attended by many celebrities, was quite an emotional night. When you ended with your trademark closing song, May Tomorrow Be a Perfect Day, dating all the way back to your 1970s variety show, everyone was in tears. Las Vegas honored you with a star on the Las Vegas Walk of Fame to go along with the one your family has on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Las Vegas gave you the keys to the Las Vegas Strip. But even they didn't think that was enough to acknowledge the impact you had made, so they declared October 4th to be known as Donnie and Marie Osmond Day. What a fitting and well-deserved tribute. I wish this love letter could go on and on. So many more things to say, but I'm going to go ahead and end it with some of the lyrics to the song with which you so lovingly ended your shows. May tomorrow be a perfect day. May you find love and laughter along the way. May God keep you in his tender care till he brings us together again. Here's to you, Donnie and Marie Osmond. May all of your tomorrows be perfect days. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning into this episode of Love Letters 2. Until we meet again, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings, stay in love.